Welcome back, everyone. I'm J-Bone. This is Smash This Podcast on a Wednesday night. We're going to talk some AEW Dynamite. And the craziness does not slow down, folks. It's been a crazy day in the world of news. This last week was nuts. I'm not even close to being caught up with all the stuff I wanted to watch. Maybe not necessarily cover, but just watch. A few of the GCW shows did look fun. Um. I also wanted to watch the New Japan one, the Lone, the Lone Star one that they had. That one certainly looked fun. Uh, what else? Uh, but hey, you know, I watched all 10 plus hours of WrestleMania. And for, you know, because I don't talk a lot of WWE content. For those of you that did tune in to the, uh, the review and if there was anyone new on there, uh, by all means, thank you so much. I really appreciate all the love that those videos got this weekend because I wasn't expecting much at all. But I, like I said, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I wanted to talk about it and give it some love because God knows I haven't given that company any love in a long, long, long time. But um. So before we dive into some news, before we cover tonight's AEW, um, don't forget, folks, to smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications. If you're on the old Team Twitch, you can uh, sub, you can gift subs, cheer bits. If you're on Team YouTube, you can do the old super chat and super sticker, just like Bell's boy did here. Look at this. He beat me to it. Much love, brother. Much love. You is cool. Too cool. Um. So... And unfortunately, the news is not good. It's a lot of negative news. And when there's a lot of this kind of news in the world of professional wrestling, it's um, uh, yeah, I'll get to that. I'll get to that, David. That's part of the news. Um, well, we'll start out with the top news. And it's that, uh, and this this is you know I'm I'm not I'm not happy covering this, but this is some big time news, so I do want to at least touch on it. Uh, so Sonny's been in and out of the news for the last um, oh like decade nonstop with DWIs just bad news towards um, 
relationships, that kind of stuff. It's um, it's never ending with her. You know, she got in the Hall of Fame, which God knows how and why she got in the Hall of Fame. Um, I, I don't want to know. Uh, <laughs> Ah, <clears throat> uh, man. Well, thank you for the bits, punk. Thank you. Much love. Thank you, man. Um, and you, you look at someone like Sonny and you see her screwing up over and over and over again. Um, and what it's what is it going to take for her to finally stop? Well, we we sadly found that out today. Uh, she got busted for what could possibly be you got you God knows it. Hopefully, is her last DWI because well, she finally did it. She finally did it. You know what what we always say is you know when when people do get busted by dwis and they're by themselves and cops just you know catch them because they were swerving or whatever um you say well thank god they didn't kill anyone well unfortunately this time uh she did a fatal car accident she killed a 75 year old man Um, so uh, I, I would, uh, nah, I wouldn't, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't agree with you on that one, David. <laughs> I think, I don't think this has anything to do with Chris Candido. No, 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 <laughs> no, um, no, because I mean, and, and even if it was, there is no sympathy towards someone that is doing this to themselves repeatedly. There's no, I mean, you know, if, if it, you know, there's, oh, well, there's a cry for help. Well, then go get help. Now it's too late. Now it's too late. Um, oh, see, and there's another argument, David. And, and this is this is not, please don't take that as me trying to argue with you. But uh, David says uh, that someone's uh, family, uh, her license needs to be revoked. That doesn't even stop people, David. Sadly. That doesn't even stop people. Because people just drive without their licenses, drunk. It's all the time. This I, I live in Wisconsin. That's like a daily occurrence around here. Sadly, it's not even news anymore, you know, <laughs> unless it's like somebody's 10th offense. Oh, then it's like news. Beyond that, it's like you get like a, you know, a two-sentence paragraph. Oh, so-and-so got... Busted, go yeah, because like a 
I was talking to Pops about this. He said he just uh, heard someone on the news got busted going the wrong way on the freeway at, uh, late at night. Well, what do you know? DWI. It's uh, it's sad, and it's, uh, man. So uh, hopefully the justice system does this one right and um, throws the keys away for Sonny so she can't hurt anyone or herself anymore. So... Um, so yeah, rest in peace to the, unfortunately to the gentleman who, uh, you know, lost his life because of her, uh, negligence, you know, um, but that's enough. That's enough for her. Um, what else? So found out that a certain uh tag is he was he i think he's a tag team champion at the time i could be wrong i don't watch much nxt but i know they've been tag champs in fact they basically came into the uh company <laughs> uh and became tag champs immediately talking about ms one half of msk's uh nash carter AKA uh, Wentz, you know, formerly of the Impact Wrestling. Uh, he got fired. He got fired today from uh, NXT through allegations of spousal abuse. Crazy. Uh, David says they just won the belts on Saturday. Okay. So, yeah, that's going to get changed real quick. <clears throat> um, and I'm not going to sit here and and pick this apart bit by bit. But when someone is accused of something like this, um, number one, you hope that um, they um, go get the help that they need. And number two, I hope that the authorities were called instead of just a bunch of Twitter trash, trash talking. Because Twitter trash talking is only going to get you so far. Now, you can sit here and say, oh, well, he lost his job. Isn't that enough? No, it's not. If you put your fist through a woman's face, no, it's not. Is his reputation tarnished? Yeah. He loses his job? Yeah. But that's not justice. That's a certain degree of justice, but justice is the law and upholding the law. So you hope that justice is rightly 
served in all in all through this. Um, it's uh, it's ugly, you know. And unfortunately, um, uh, Des or or what's what's his tag team's? I don't know what his tag team partner's name is in NXT. Um, But he's obviously going to suffer for this too. Very similar to how uh, Jay Chris suffered, you know. I don't imagine, oh, Wesley, thank you, yes. Uh, I don't imagine he's going to uh, do much else in NXT, you know. And if he does, hey, whatever. But he also has to carry this with him for the rest of his career. Ah, thanks for the bits, David. Appreciate that. Much love, brother. Much love. So, so yeah, a fair amount of negativity in the news. Um, I'm sure there's there's other stuff to talk about, but I have not um, uh, caught up on too much. I can quick look. I, I'd like to report on something more positive, and we'll we'll get into tonight's uh episode here we'll get into it and trust me there is there's a lot to talk about i mean i could touch on a couple highlights from oh actually yeah there is something there's a couple things i can talk about there's a couple things I could talk about. Um, hey, Dark One, what's up, man? Team Twitch. Team Twitch is alive tonight. Um, so there is the new ad campaign that just started today for uh xfl it was rolled out from the rock and his business partner um i can't think of his ex-wife's name i apologize something garcia i believe then Dan- danielle garcia i think is her name if i am wrong i apologize um Oh, I'll uh, I'll talk a little bit about that, David. I'll talk a little bit about that. Um, I'll touch on that. And they uh, they rolled out a brand new 
logo, which within five minutes of it coming out, people already crapped on it. I'm not crapping on it. Trust me. I'm very excited for this next chapter in the XFL. I've always been a fan of the XFL. Sadly, the pandemic um, really hurt and put everything from the XFL on hold, sadly, and basically caused its demise because everything was completely halted. Um. Oh, Danny Garcia. Thank you, Bell's Boy. Okay, I was close. I just added a few letters. Uh, <laughs> um. It's uh. It, if if you buy like the new, you know, and they're trying to sell merch. They don't have any teams out there per se. It's just getting the brand kicked off officially. And the work starts now as far as getting this brand's name back out there. Now, I have heard some positive things since um, since The Rock's entertainment company that he owns with uh, Danny Garcia, uh, whatever it's called. Um, they own the XFL. And... I had a thought and I was going to. Oh, the partnership that they actually have now with the NFL, which honestly, I think is really smart. Because no matter what, if you get a job in the XFL, I would think your prior your priority is to get noticed by the NFL. And so if you partner with the NFL, you're related it, it, it's then it's not a it's not a it's not a clash. It's not a us versus them or me versus you or them versus us. It's okay, we're working together, we're building up people. It's kind of like okay, for you know, if you want to throw wrestling terms in it, sure, let's do that. It's like a developmental almost then practically, you know. Um, so it, it, that's, that's the smartest thing could, they could have done, you know, everybody stays in their lane and, but they're also working together for the betterment of professional sports, professional football, the sport of football. Um, so, so that's cool. So that's cool. You can go to the website and go get yourself a hat and sweatshirt and whatever, you know, t-shirt. Uh, if you're that hyped up on the brand and like that, like the baseball caps are cool. It says XFL on the front and on the back, it says 2023. That's kind of cool. It's like, you know, it's something to look forward to, you know? Uh, so they got goals and they got, uh, you know, they're focusing on launching next, um, I'm guessing about this time next year, about a year from now is about the time it would be, right? So, because um, they're not going to run at the same time as the NFL. It's always the off season, per se, you know? So, um, so yeah, 
we'll see. I was always a fan of the the San Francisco Devils, or like uh, the closest thing around here was like a, the old version from like 30 years ago had, uh, oh gosh, I don't remember what they were called. It was a Chicago team, you know, something like that. So uh, now the closest thing around here, I believe, if if they even incorporate the same teams as they had a couple, you know, seasons ago, was uh, St. Louis? I want to say St. Louis. St. Louis, and it was like a bluebird, or it was some kind of, I don't know. But anyways, um, uh, yeah, he hate me. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that totally. And he it was he was one of the few that actually went on to work for the NFL that he he got a job. In fact, Kurt Warner is one of those success stories, I believe. Cuz he he played or, or was that arena football? I forget. No, that was arena football. I'm thinking of the team that won the XFL version of their Super Bowl. It was the LA team, and that quarterback got a job the next season in the NFL. And then he had some kind of success. Chicago Enforcers. Yeah, that's it. Classic. Oh, thank you, Dark One. Thank you. <laughs> Ron Smart, he hate me. Yes. <laughs> New York Hitman. LA Express. Yeah. Yeah, they had some they had some cool names. Tommy Maddox. Yeah, there you go. It's all coming back to me now. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Kurt Warner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kurt Warner was the arena football. Tommy Maddox was the LA Express. That's, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm mixing them up, but anyways, there go my brain cells for the night. <laughs> so. Oh, David Cohen was at the first game freezing. Vince welcomed us to the game. Oh, yeah. He, he went out there, you know, strutting his stuff. And I welcomed you to the XFL. <laughs> As only Vince could. God knows he made the news this past weekend. My God. Um, What else was I going to talk about? Oh, I was just going to touch on because I, well, you know, J-Bone's. You know, J-Bone is J-Bone, and sometimes J-Bone takes a nap. So um, it was my intention, through the suggestion of one Veer Mahan, a.k.a. Trent from TNI, said, hey, why, you know, we're kind of just overloaded on wrestling from the weekend, even though he didn't watch any wrestling during the weekend. And uh, <laughs> he, 
he um he said i know you covered wrestlemania and you want to catch that buzz for uh for uh smash this podcast why don't you cover raw and i was like oh all right i'll do that so i'm sitting down with my trusty notebook and pen i sit down I turn on raw that took a three-hour nap <laughs> sometimes i hate my body it just does that you know so uh <laughs> Yes, Mark. Yeah, Trent doesn't watch us. That's why I winked at the camera. <laughs> uh, so, um, so Cody's return, man. I I tell you, I'm. This is gonna take a while for me to get used to seeing Cody on another brand other than AEW. It really is, and I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one. Uh, I did see some highlights, though. You know, I watched a few videos after the fact, after the effect, and then you know, before I went back to bed. You know, he cut a very emotional promo about his father wanting to win the big one, hand it to him. He doesn't have that chance now to hand it to him, but he still has the chance to win the big one. So he made his visions, his goals, known. And um, I'm, I'm all for following him on his journey. He has gone from, you know, eating with rhino and catering <laughs> to uh, quitting, betting on himself, doing a stint in TNA, doing stuff in Ring of Honor, um, doing stuff with New Japan, joining the Bullet Club, forming tight family with Kenny and the Young Bucks and others and such, starting AEW. This whole journey has been amazing to watch. It's inspiring, and I love it. And and I know there's fans that can't stand him. It's like, whatever. They don't watch. They don't watch him. You know. Then that's not your cup of tea. He is my cup of tea. I love me some Cody Rhodes. And uh, I'm here for it. What else happened? Oh yes, Trent, aka Veer Bahan, finally, finally, debuted on Raw taking out the Mysterio clan, Dominic and his father, Ray. And um, I dug it. It was short. It was sweet. He took them out. And I know some people, you know, like, oh, it's, you know, he debuted. And, and why did he do that? I'll tell you why. It makes perfect sense. You know, there's times when you can, you know, I heard the questions out there. Well, why, why didn't they, why didn't he attack someone else? Who is Ray in WWE? 
Ray is one of the biggest names in WWE. Ray is one of the biggest baby faces in WWE. What happens when you attack, beat up, take out one of the biggest baby faces in WWE? You get heat. That was the point here. You know, you get all these emotions all in one debut. Yay, he's finally here. Oh, he attacked our favorite, you know? So, um, <laughs> settle down, Mark. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I can't even repeat that. I'll get, I'll get demonetized. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, congrats to Veer Mahan. I mean, in his hair, my God, if I'm going to be jealous of anything, it's his hair. I want to know what he uses on that gorgeous mane of his, you know? <laughs> so, you know, obviously this is, you know, starting a hot feud here. He's going to, I'm guessing he's going to face Ray Mysterio next week. And I hope he squashes Ray like a bug because that'll even get his momentum going even more. If he loses to Ray, then it's done. Then it's already over. You know, but we'll have to see what they do. Hopefully they do the smart thing here. Um, what else? The ending was piss poor. I'll say that. Absolutely piss poor. They could have made the biggest thing out of Roman Reigns winning, unifying the championships in the biggest match in all of WrestleMania history or whatever they call it. It's the stupendous match. It's to the, it was, oh, it was the stupendous on a pole match. That's what it was. You, 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 you reach up, you grab the stupendous and then you're stupendous. You win the stupendous title, right? Is that it? That's that's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm close. I know I'm at least close with that. Anyways, um, yeah. What? You, you, oh, you, you talked about all of his accomplishments. Oh, and by the way, watch SmackDown. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Roman. We know that SmackDown's on Friday. Anything else? No? Nothing? Good. Good job, guys. Good job. Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh god just why 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 <coughs> so anyways um and i don't think there was really anything else oh ezekiel debuted which looks like la knight aka e lie drake with long hair. <laughs> oh, oh, God, I miss Elias. I really do. <laughs> One of the greatest musicians of our time. No, not really. But uh, <laughs> you can tell by the look of his, on his face as he was out there. Just like, yeah, I'm out here. 
fuck am I doing? <laughs> but that's about it for Raw. Everything else was dismissible as far as I could tell. Um, but yeah, I'll be keeping it. You know, it's. I'm kind of glad I didn't review it because I don't think I'd have been very positive on it. Be like, well, that was fun, you know. But I am gonna keep an eye on the Cody situation, and I am curious to see how he will connect down the road with uh, Roman Reigns. Hopefully, one day. Um, and that's about it. That's about it. Well, we're about a half hour into this. I say we dive into some AE AEW. Oh, I see some people talking about the IPWF. Yeah, it looks like tomorrow's <laughs> dummy. Yeah, it looks like uh, the show tomorrow for impact wrestling is going to be a mix of um ipwf matches and they're gonna show some stuff from the multiverse of matches some highlights i'm guessing I don't. I wouldn't think they'd show full matches and give that away. Got to pay for that, you know. Um, or or maybe they didn't have enough content for the IPWF. I don't know. I don't want to try to overthink this, but I know some people are complaining about it. Like, wait, we just watched this. Now you're gonna give it away on TV. You want people to order the content, which is fine. Wait, it was on Fight TV, not you want it, you want people to order the replay on Fight TV. I get that, but oh, there's no they're not doing IPWF tomorrow. They changed it. Well, damn it, now I'm just confused. You know what? All right. I'm just going to go to the website here. I really don't. I don't like it when they confuse me. A look back at the multiverse of matches preview for April 7th, 2022. Join. Relieve the. Event that has the entire wrestling world buzzing. Well, they're not lying. Multiverse of matches on a special edition of Impact this Thursday. Wow. Take a look back at the return of the Ultimate X. Good Brothers and Briscoes, Alex Shelley, Speedball. Like Bailey in its entirety and so much more. So, okay. Kicks off. Oh, and the BTI match is going to be the women's tag team title. Interesting. 
Well, I've seen that, so I don't need to watch that. Well, I don't know what the heck we're going to do tomorrow then. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there's no show tomorrow night, folks. No, I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out in the next 24 hours. <laughs> Mark, what are we going to do? Mark, get in here. Talk to me. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> All right. Well, while Mark's thinking about maybe possibly joining me and just throwing the entire show off the rails, I'm going to start this. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, whoop, there it is. Damn it, Mark, that's not the answer I was looking for. He says, shit, I have no clue. <laughs> Pell's point says, how about a day off, J-Bone? You earned it. Throwback Thursday. Hey, bring back Throwback Thursday. Um, Actually, I'd like to cover something that I probably... You know, if I, if I, you know, watch something during Thursday that I missed from this past week of, you know, 50,000 shows and reviewed that, and I just have to decide which one. Maybe the New Japan show. Maybe, I don't know, like one of those. Where's the lollipops chant? Bro, I haven't had lollipops in ages. I got I got flavored water. That's it. <laughs> Maybe a freebie Thursday dinner. We'll we'll do something. We'll do something. If and if nothing happens on TNI, I'll do something on Smash. We'll we'll figure it out. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Let's dive into this AEW Dynamite Season 4, Episode 14. We start out hot here. Christian versus Adam Cole, baby. And this was a really good match. Great back and forth. Adam Cole gets the win here. And what was even more exciting is Hangman Adam Page comes out and just absolutely rips into Adam Cole and basically challenges him. And now they're setting up the April 16th, which is next week's Rampage, but it's on a special day. It's on Saturday. It's a special live edition of Rampage. The Battle of the Belts, I believe it is. So it's kind of like a mini pay-per-view, free pay-per-view. I don't know what you call it. You know, it's, it's when they build up the shows in between. Oh, excuse me. They In between the pay-per-views, you know. Like instead of doing the monthly pay-per-view, they just build up an episode. So um Battle oh wait a minute. Critical Sting says Battle of the Belts and Rampage are on different nights. Oh, I thought Battle of the Belts was Rampage. 
Oh, so then it's its own thing. I don't know. I'm just confused as usual. I thought I had this under control. Apparently I don't. Anyways. Rampage is on Friday. Battle of the Belts is Saturday. All right. Thank you, Critical Sting. I'm going to trust you on this one. I'm going to trust you. So it is kind of like its own mini free purview. Free pay-per-view thing. Um, and they, they book stuff for this. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one, David. So, and they're, and they're, they're booking stuff during this, the whole show, which is exciting. You know, it's short, but sweet, you know? So, um, I'm sure they'll do the same thing next week leading up to that. Um, uh, so, uh, so Adam Cole is challenged by Hangman Adam Page, the champ, to a Texas death match. Texas death match. I take it it's going to be in Texas. It's going to be in Texas. Weren't they just in Texas? Weren't there just like 50 shows over the course of three days in Texas? Now they're going back to Texas. Poor Texas, my God. It's like a case of smallpox just spreading, only it's wrestling. Anyways, um, next we got Samoa Joe versus Platinum. I love that. Platinum Max Caster. Um. And this was fun. This lasted a whole whopping like two or three minutes, not even. Which I, I expected kind of a squish. It wasn't a complete squish. A squish would have been like five seconds. Um, but this was fun. And the most fun part, honestly, besides Samoa Joe just annihilating and beheading him practically was uh, <laughs> the rap from Max Caster as he's coming down to the ring, which is like the biggest part of the offense. Like, oh, he hit him with the rap. Um, some uh, some nods to his former employer, NXT. It's, it's very humorous. I, I, I love Max Caster. He's a funny guy. So Samoa Joe wins, and this is actually a qualifier for the Owen Hart tournament, from what I could tell. So there's a men's and women's Owen Hart tournament that's coming up very soon. Uh, Jay Lethal appears on the Elite Tron, if you will, with Sanjay Dutt. Sanjay Dutt is like his manager. I really like this. I really like this. I mean, we saw, so for those of you that don't know, we'll take a little flashback to the Ring of Honor show. At the end of the show, Jay Lethal attacked Jonathan Gresham after he won the, I guess you could say, unified Ring of Honor titles. 
I guess you could kind of say that. Um, I don't know exactly how they termed it, but anyways. So Jay Lethal attacked him. Sanjay Dutt looked like he was holding him back and then turned around and just they they both plowed into Jonathan Gresham then and and beat his ass. And then Samoa Joe saved Jonathan Gresham. Um, so now there's this feud going on that's carrying over from the Ring of Honor show because because there's obviously so much Ring of Honor content right now. There was just the one show. So you carry over stuff to AEW to keep it live in front of people's faces. Makes sense. It's wrestling. Let's not overthink it. Well, how can they do that? How how can they? We're going to get confused by Ring of Honor and what's Ring of Honor and what's AEW. No, shut up. Just like I said, don't overthink it. It's wrestling. Please. It's... (laughs) You're going to have crossover characters. You're going to have crossover stars, men and women alike. They're building Ring of Honor's future on AEW television. Okay? Does that that sound simple enough? Okay. Does that work? All right. We continue. Um, So, yeah. Big feud here between Jay Lethal with Sanjay Dutt against Samoa Joe. And apparently they're going to face off soon. Is it next week? I don't know. It's soon. I don't know if it's going to be this battle of the whatever, battle of the belts, or if it's going to be on Dynamite. They, I mean, they're booking... Stuff for Rampage, next week's Dynamite, the Battle of the Belts. I'm a little confused where, what falls where, but we'll just say soon. That kind of covers everything. Mark, Sanjay on TV rules. He does. He does. I'm so glad he's with a brand like AEW now. And I don't really know how successful he was. With WWE, how much he helped as a writer, producer, whatever you want to call his position when he was up north. But now he's helping out backstage and he's become a character again. Oh my God. I don't remember him having this much charisma. (laughs) This works. I enjoy it. So, um, Worlds colliding, says Bell's boy. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like a wrestling thing, right? Um, Tony Schiavone with uh, Blackpool Combat Club. They got some matches coming up on Rampage. Can't wait for that. MJF comes out on commentary. Uh, oh, one of the matches that they were promoting was Danielson versus uh, Trent. And that's going to be a qualifier for the Owen Hart men's side of the tournament. And then Moxley is going to face Yuta. Yuta, who is the new, it's not TV champion, pure champion, the pure champion. Belt's not on the line, but it's going to be 
like I'm not sure. Like it's just going to be a non-title match, I'm guessing. Because of the belts, the belts on the line. Oof, that's going to be a short title reign. No, I don't think it is. Um. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's next here? MJF's on commentary. We got Sean Spears versus Sean Dean. And a very over, well-recepted Wardlow trying to get into the building and get to MJF. Sean Dean gets a rare win over Sean Spears. Oh, my God. So this had some, you know, comedic elements. MJF furious at Sean Spears. Wardlow very happy he could cause this amount of chaos, distract Sean Spears, who he can't stand. They got beef. They got beef. And, uh, you know, get Sean Dean a win. He needs that. Sean Dean is actually a really good wrestler, for those of you that don't know. He was in town either recently or it's coming up. I believe David Hero of uh, Great Lakes Championship Wrestling is bringing him in for a seminar. So, like I said, I don't know if this has this happened or is happening. By the way, folks, don't forget to smash that like button. All right, what's next here? So, yeah, Wardlow, if you haven't figured it out, is over like Rover. They love themselves some Wardlow. He is, it, this was absolutely one of the biggest pops of the night, and he didn't even get close to the ringside area. And so, for those of you that are saying TK doesn't know how to build stars, I beg to differ. What's great is he's barely spoken any words lately. A lot of it's just organic, you know? Um, we got footage of Kingston and Santana and Ortiz attacking the Jericho Appreciation Society. They're leaving in a truck then, thanks to Jake Hega. And then uh, Eddie Kingston and Santana Ortiz come down to the ring and cut a promo. The crowd is hot here. Oh, my God. They are just on fire. They love themselves some Eddie Kingston. Absolutely. Another. He's over, folks. Um, talking about uh, how much they loathe Jericho and his boys. And this is going to lead to, I believe, next Dynamite. There's going to be like a three-on-three. Three. So Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz against 
three guys from, I didn't see who was on the poster. Jericho and two other guys. I'm guessing Daniel Garcia and Jake or throw the guys from 2.0 in there. Something like that. Uh, Tony Schiavone's backstage with uh, Jade Cargill. Wearing some amazing glasses, which are not really glasses because it was just words, you know, underneath her eye, eyes, I should say. And they said, that bitch. I looked over at my wife who was just doing her own thing on her phone. And I said, hey, honey, do you want me to get you a pair of those? And she said, no. And I said, oh, sorry. She goes, they wouldn't say that bitch. They would have to say queen bitch. And I was like, oh, <laughs> all righty then. So yeah, that, uh, that made me giggle. I love my wife. Queen bitch. Don't forget it. Um, going to put that on a t-shirt. So Jade Cargill acknowledging that uh, Marina Shafir, which I've seen a little, they've been putting her in some promos lately. She's formerly of the WWE. She came over a while back and they're really building her up. Um, she's going to be number 30. Now, I don't know when this is happening, but I'm assuming sooner rather than later. Probably Battle of the Belts is what I'm guessing. We'll see. Uh, we got a tables match here. This was so much fun. Oh, my God. The Hardys. I give them so much credit, man. They, they just they don't slow down. They do not slow down, especially Jeff. Jiminy Christmas. Tables match here. Butcher and the Blade versus the Hardys. Of course, it's no DQ. So halfway through the match, once like half the guys are eliminated, the guys that are eliminated are still helping, trying to get the other team that, you know, are trying to help their team win. So a uh, little wonky, but still funny. It's like, okay, it's no DQ. Just let it go, right? Don't overthink it. So Jeff was the first one out, and then he surprisingly came back to help his brother later. The Butcher was then out, and then the Blade was the last one to, to lose going through a table thanks to Jeff Hardy putting him through it. So. <laughs> oh, jeez. Andrade then comes down to the ring with his AFO. And Sting then comes out with a baseball bat and says, uh-uh-uh. I don't think so. Jurassic Express. Did I miss something here? No, I didn't. Oh, no, that's coming up. Never mind. All right, Jurassic Express is out there, and they challenge uh, Red Dragon. 
for the tag team titles, or they're going to defend the tag team titles against Red Dragon. So it's going to be dinosaurs versus dragons. Oh boy. Um, Battle of the Belts, I'm assuming. So we're just, this card is just growing by the minute here. Uh, Nyla Rose talking down to uh, Thunder Rosa. They're also going to meet at Battle of the Belts, April 16th. There's another one for that card. Can't wait. Next, we've got an Owen Hart qualifier on the ladies' side, Julia Hart versus Hikaru Shida. Now, you want to talk about storytelling. There has been this underlying storytelling going on. It's like, yes, we've seen the, um, the House of Black and how destructive they are, and they're just ripping through the competition and such. But we also know that on the another side of it, way over here somewhere, Julia Hart has got this patch on her eye and and she's been slowly changing while at the side of the the varsity blondes. Well, she comes out with the varsity blondes and she starts acting all heelish. Like she's choking uh, Hikaru Shida with her coat her her letterman's jacket i should say and uh and they're like the guys are like what the hell are you doing and she's like you know what i'm gonna do what i want you guys take off and the guys are very upset by this they're like what is going on with you this is she off her meds again yeah it's clearly you know um (laughs) so so here's the thing. If you missed it, and I've I've talked about this before on the end of um, Malachi Black. When he came into the company, he had a little bit of makeup around his eye. Barely noticeable. I mean, yes, it was noticeable, but whatever. If you look at it now, he has almost half of his face covered in makeup, and it's like this black gray white swirl that's like engulfing half of his face one side of his face if you take a look at what's going on with julia hart number one a couple weeks ago or a week ago or whenever it was when the boys were tagged when the that uh varsity blondes were tagging she was just kind of huddled to herself and it's like okay that's not like her usually she's very energetic bouncing around supporting her guys what's going on with her to the point that it almost distracted them now she's acting like this in the ring with the guy you know the guys at ringside and she's she's not herself clearly not herself if you look at her though when they were doing the close-ups of her she had the patch on the eye but around around the patch you saw almost it was almost like a bruising you know like whatever was going on with malachi black is starting to ooze out from the eye patch 
you know, of Julia Hart. So if you take off the eye patch, like sooner rather than later, you're going to see this thing forming, you know, and slowly grow week by week. It's going to be the same thing. So um, this is pretty cool. I like this. This is slow, slow storytelling. You know, and it, they throw it out there every once in a while, just so you remember it. And I, I really appreciate storytelling like that because it reminds me of, it reminds me of Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground was so damn good at that. They could take a storyline, start it at the beginning of the season, throw it at you like every two, three weeks, every four weeks, and by the end of the season, wrap up the storyline. And it doesn't feel over, doesn't feel like they bogged you down with this every single day you watched it. They just threw little things at you once in a while, like, hey, remember this storyline over here? Well, here's the next little piece of it. Here's the next little piece of the puzzle. That is great storytelling. And that goes hand in hand with that little thing I said a while ago about, oh, TK doesn't build stars. Well, this goes hand in hand with that. He's slowly building this stable of the House of Black. Look at that. Here's your next member. You know she's going to be the next member. But it's how she becomes the next member. Pay attention to that. It's fun stuff. That is old school, old school wrestling. Good storytelling. Um, what's next here? Oh, Serena Deeb then comes out after uh, Hikaru Shida gets the win here. And they do a face-off. Hikaru Shida is holding the kendo stick. Serena Deeb's holding the uh, the chair. And they kind of do a circle around the ring around each other. And then Serena Deeb kind of backs off like watching you, you know. So this feud is still going, but it's, you know. It's not thrown at us every two seconds, which is nice. You know, it's been going for a while. I'm sure there's people out there that, oh, my God, they're facing off again. Huh? Okay, but when these two are out there, it's exciting. Okay. So I have a feeling like this feud is going to end soon. So my guess is it's going to be part of or possibly towards the end of this Owen Hart tournament, you know, the lady side of it. So uh, that's a guess. I could be wrong, but we'll see. I, I love this feud, though, because it's really helped keep Hikaru Shida busy, and it also has built up Serena Deeb as one of the top women heels. And it's like, oh, oh, my God, did you see what happened there? Their women's division got, like, how many mentions over the course of this episode by how many different people? You had the Thunder Rosa, um, Nyla Rose deal. You got the Serena Deeb-Hikaru Shida deal. 
you got the Owen Hart tournament going on. So you had the Julie Hart, um, Hikaru Shida. It's, it's working. It's happening. So props to them getting better at booking their women. So uh, Swerve is backstage. And he and Keith Lee are attacked by Hobbs and Starks. I like this. I like this. You know, there's some other factions feuding, you could say. I'm not sure what you're going to call Swerve and Keith Lee, but they work together. And then uh, Keith Lee put Hobbs through a wall, and I don't, I don't know who was on the other side. I think it was the Varsity Blondes. And they just went, damn, you know, <laughs> what the hell? So, <laughs> um, so yeah, and this, and this has been primarily on rampage. So if these, if these guys are going to tag on rampage, then this is a little nod towards it. Like, hey, we're going to continue this on Rampage. Here's a little fuel for that. You know, smart. Uh, then we get to the main event. FTR defending both titles. Holy shnikes, didn't they just win these? Uh, the Ring of Honor titles and the AAA titles against the Young Bucks. So in less than a week, I've seen some just ridiculously good tag team wrestling out of this brand well between this and ring of honor which is you know same brand just different for now <laughs> um and i gotta give a hand to the um the briscoes as being a part of that because now, I, I thought maybe for a millisecond that they were going to show up tonight. It would have been really cool, but I, I'm pretty sure they're just, that was their exit, you know, and it was, and it was a big exit, you know, they, they lost to FTR and one of what I'm going to say is what is going to go down is one of the greatest tag team matches of 2022, possibly this decade. I know that says a lot, but man, if you didn't <laughs> If you watch anything from that Ring of Honor show, watch the main event, please. Watch the main, or not the main event. Um, excuse me. Watch FTR versus the Briscoes. It doesn't get much better than that as far as tag team wrestling. Tremendous storytelling. And then the Young Bucks came in and super kicked the Briscoes basically out of the company. Um Oof. Rough day at the <laughs> rough day at the <laughs> office for the Briscoes. And then they went to impact and lost. So um but there was still some great wrestling on their on their part. So thanks to them. Hopefully they do come back to impact wrestling. I'm hearing positive things. The fans are speaking out. So we'll see. We'll see. Cross our fingers. Uh, but FTR versus Young Bucks, they, and this is one great thing about FTR. They make the Young Bucks wrestle their style of match. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, 
But yeah, this match was amazing. FTR does retain here. And what's great is there wasn't really any shenanigans. I mean, there was a nod to Adam Cole in this match, you know, when they both FTR guys kissed, um, oh, I forget who it was. It was, it was Matt or Nick. I mean, there's <laughs> not a lot of choices there. But um, but that was funny. And then they, you know, they they BTE triggered him. So, uh, but yeah, it was it was all the finishers and all the moves. This they they did absolutely. They used absolutely everything from their arsenal on each other. A lot of fun, great match. That is one thing you can say. If you're watching the young. I mean, whether you love them or hate them, you're not going to be bored watching the Young Bucks and FTR. And the Young Bucks are still, still my favorite. But that doesn't mean that I love FTR any less. They're, they're amazing. They are amazing. So FTR, like I said, they retain here. Uh, all the cold spray in the world can't help the Young Bucks get through this. And... Uh, yeah, we'll see what's next. We'll see what's next. So, so yeah, this was an absolutely loaded episode of AEW Dynamite. And what I like is there was like, you know, the hints of the carryover from the Ring of Honor show. And, uh, you know, and that's going to continue. You know, you're going to see Wheeler Yuta out there with his Ring of Honor title, the... Um, the, the pure championship, you know, is he going to defend it? I don't know. But if he does, you know, it just keeps that title and the vision of Ring of Honor alive until they set up something else for Ring of Honor in the future. And we'll just have to be patient and wait and see. Um, but I'm excited for the brand. I mean, put it this way. If guys like CM Punk and Samoa Joe are excited for the brand, then shoot, why shouldn't we be? Is it going to be different? Yeah, it's going to be different. I've jokingly be call, I, I have jokingly been calling it Ring of Honor 2.0. And that's with a, it's, that's, there, there's no hate in me saying that it's a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you know because of the whole switcheroo that they did, the change-up, if you will, with NXT, you know, minus, you know, Trips's crew and whatnot. So, um, but yeah, so so this was, th this was great. I loved this. A lot of continuing stories here, like I said, building new stars, and uh, yeah. It's it's it really is forming a whole new chapter here in the company, and uh, I dig it. I dig it. I I do miss certain people like Miro and uh, Kenny Omega, but they'll come back when they're ready, you know. But I don't think the show is any really any less exciting. It's just it's just changing. You're seeing different things getting the focus and that's that's healthy 
that's healthy for wrestling, right? So, um, so yeah, like I said, that's it. Thanks for tuning in. And, um, uh, yeah, I, so I don't know what's going to happen with <laughs> TNI tomorrow. We'll have to wait and see. Oh, hi, Oreo. Were you, were you up in the ceiling again? You did this. You did this last night when I was live for the family dinner. You want to come say hello? They love you. Say hello. Oh, easy girl. Okay, go up here. Okay. All right. She's feisty. All right. <laughs> All right. That's it for this one. Don't forget, folks, on your way out, make sure you smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen. Check out um, check out the links in the description, you know, across the socials, whether it's the Instanic, the Facebox, or the Twitter box. Uh, there's a merch link in the description. I'm working on some new merch as we speak. I'm starting to throw some ideas around. And speaking of merch, uh, for those of you that took advantage of the 20% off sale on the Spreadshop site, thank you. But currently, today through the 11th, now, of course, now I don't have a pro wrestling tease shop for Smash, but TNI does that other little podcast. Uh, we put some promo artwork out today for that on the socials across mainly Twitter, possibly on Facebook. I'm not sure, but basically on, you know, go to PWTs, type in total nonstop impact, get yourself your 20% off. We got some great new designs on there. A la one of the dead specials. So uh, help the brand grow. Go uh, go get yourself some merch and uh, show your friends who you're supporting, and we appreciate it. All right, that's it. Taking off. We'll see you tomorrow night for I don't I don't really know what we're doing yet. We'll figure it out, and you'll know when we know. All right, take care. Good night, folks. <laughs>